This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of these airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. And we're inviting you on over to our website. You can actually control the content of the site. And freetalklive.com has had a, a nice upgrade that kind of happened silently. I mean, as you know, we launched the new Free Talk Live 2.0. I guess it's not that new. It's been, well, what's it been? The website? Two is, years now? No, that, that One year? A year? Just a year? Yeah. God, it's, it's so hard to keep track of time on, in internet time. It seems like a longer time than a year. Uh, but uh, the freetalklive.com site is there to allow you to actually submit content to it, and then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike the different content that others have submitted. You get to uh, vote on things as well. Uh, and you can go to do all of that over at freetalklive.com. Now, one of the problems that kind of uh, was – that cropped up – and whenever you do something in the online world, there are usually problems. It's bugs. Uh, bugs that need to be crushed, especially the more comp- complicated a system is, the more bugs. difficult the bugs are to sometimes catch and squash. And, of course, when you're dealing with Internet, you're also dealing with the uh, – in Web 2.0, which is this kind of interactive uh, web. Like, well, I guess Web 1.0 was like, hey, here we are. We're on the web. And then yes. Web 2.0 Here's was – our menu. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then Web 2.0 was, hey, you can comment now on what you see on the web and interact more. And so it's a much more kind of user-based, uh, community-based interface. But along with that, with having comments on every page and having the ability to submit stuff to the site – uh, along with that comes spam and some just really awful spam. And you have to wonder about the spammers. Do they really think people read that stuff? Like some of it is just is time incoherent. Worth that little? <laughs> right? some, of, some of it's just incoherent, just links and, and text and phrases. It must help them in search results or something like that because there's no way anyone would be able to look at that and be sold by by it on anything. Yeah, there's no way they're even all human. It's got to be that some of them are just Absolutely. these computers going out there just putting out info so that uh, search engines pick them up. Exactly right. Uh, robots, essentially. And, uh, and th- that's very frequent, which is why CAPTCHA was created. You've probably experienced it without knowing what it was called. Uh, it's it's the, the, the weird-looking so letters. Letters like and numbers jagged, you have to type in. Jagged, diagonally kind of facing letters and Sometimes there's lines through them and, and noise that kind of obscure it because they have, you know, the spammers are pretty smart. They've figured out ways to, in the beginning, get when, smarter and smarter. Right. You know, they figured out ways to, like, take a screenshot of the, the letters. And so they had to make the letters all funny looking and more difficult to, to see. And so all that's to keep uh, robots out. So we, imp- we had implemented CAPTCHA, but still, CAPTCHA won't stop a dedicated human being that wants to get through and, and spam you. And so the next step has been to implement. Kind of an approval system. Uh, so not that content is, is being approved, so to speak, with the Free Talk Live site. It's just that it's like when you sign up for a new account, you are put in the kind of uh, trial phase, I guess you could say, where you can submit stories to freetalklive.com. You can submit show prep. But some moderator will take a look at it first just to make sure it's not Rolex watches. Right. Uh, and then, you know, if it's, it's not it's Rolex. Not Rolex. Right. They aren't Rolex watches either. Right. If it's not Rolex watches or some other spam, it'll get approved. And after you've had a certain amount of submissions approved, you'll no longer have to be approved. So yeah. it's just to, to, sense. to make a kind of a, a nice hurdle for people to jump through to prove they're not spammers. Uh, because spam really junks up a site. And it, it wasn't it wasn't good for a while with freetalklive.com. 
but now most all the spam is completely eliminated. Well, it wasn't um, – the, the spam that was there was like on the last page anyway because nobody voted it up because you can vote up articles or vote them down. Yeah, that's true. The voting helped with the – you know, dealing with spam, but it was still there in the upcoming stories queue all over the place because whenever you submit a story, it starts out with one vote, your own vote. Mm-hmm. And so every story then is in the same – you know class at that point and so you're at you were as likely to see spam if you were one of the people trying to actually use the site to a greater level like mark if you've never gone to the upcoming stories queue you don't know what i'm talking about I've, right i've been there but i it was early on i don't do it much anymore a more some of someone who's a little more into freetalklive.com is going to go regularly to the upcoming stories queue to see hey what's fresh what have people submitted today what to the website what can i vote on and when you go there and half the stories are spam it's a real turnoff so that problem has been solved, uh, from what I can tell, and we've got a great crew of uh, moderators. Some of the same folks that are over in the chat room are helping uh, with this, and uh, and it, it's a process that I think is going to work out. So Our own little uh, unpaid uh, intern slaves. You know, that's, that's one way to put it, and I, I don't think it's a, it's a nice way to put it, but it's one way to put it. I like to appreciate But they're not slaves. They can leave anytime they that's want. That's true. Absolutely. They're helping because they value what's, uh, what's going on here. And, you know, we're not exactly rolling in dough. Not to say this show isn't profitable, but it's talk radio. And there's just not a whole lot. Uh, there's not a whole lot of money in radio. Well, when people think of talk radio, they think of the top three guys, and those guys are doing pretty darn well. Limbaugh's doing all right. Yeah, they're and, just happy to help volunteers. People in the yes. chat room are interested in helping out. Exactly. So thank you to uh, to everybody. Eight five five four fifty free is the number. I just wanted to announce that new feature. The spam control is much better now, and it has been for the last uh, little while uh, than than it has been in the past. So check it out over at freetalklive.com and get interactive. In fact, one of the uh, there's many things we have to talk about tonight. Of course, the Iowa caucuses are happening. It's happening. Uh, what in another hour, another hour basically, like forty five minutes. So they start at seven central. I yes, it's um, so maybe over, we'll less than an hour. Maybe we'll have some level of uh, exit polling by the end of the show but by the time our show's over tonight there's i guess they're still gonna be wrapping up the voting so we won't have any definite uh results but mark you had heard uh rumor i guess that uh, younger people were showing up in larger amounts than would normally show up at a caucus is that correct yeah it's, you know it's facebook right um this is just a quote here it says cnn has just commented that the unusual on the unusual amount of young voters showing up at the caucuses why do, do you, you think, think so voting? many young people? Oh, they're, they're going there for Rick Santorum, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. says you don't need a clock to know what time it is. Revolution, baby. It's going down in Iowa, according to this person. You know, that is funny. awesome. Well, you know, I cautioned somebody on uh, Facebook last night. Look, don't get your hopes up. Don't get it up don't, too high. Don't get your hopes up, because if you get your hopes up for politics, inevitably you will have your hopes dashed on some jagged rocks. Uh, it will Likely. be left bleeding and gored. Did you? see the video that i showed that i tried to get you to watch this. and you will burn out as a result I, of that i think still think it's a good sign to see so many young people saying I, i'm gonna put my time and energy towards a cause i believe in oh if no it's doubt. voting for that maybe there will be a next step you know something else that they're interested in if this doesn't pan out right you, and did you said, watch the video that no, i gave you I've been, I've got, the reason that i gave you the video and told you that this I'm is important sorry, for your nationally syndicated things. radio program while you fiddle around on uh, message boards on the internet and I'm screw with the local bureaucrats and is because the, the you know some Iowa insider Republican insider lady was doing a, an interview and said that the Republican GOP the GOP in Iowa will not let Ron Paul win that they What's have new? caucus goers in Why their would pockets. Why I want to watch that? I already knew that. Well, 
Just saying. There's people already inside that are saying that the election will be thrown. Right. We already know that they're going to pull every string to keep Ron Paul from from playing out here. I mean, that what was the news recently? You mentioned this last night, that they've got a secret location where they're going to count the votes. That's the intent. I mean, it would be so easy, the way the media has treated Ron Paul so far, it would be so easy for me to imagine them just saying, oh my gosh, he, he won? Well, that, that can't be true. Does so we got to right. recount these. Yeah, we, it doesn't matter. We'll recount him a hundred times. If he still wins, yeah, we're just going to say it, it didn't happen. The Iowa caucus is illegitimate. The caucusing way of doing things is archaic and must be undone. Yeah. It, all of those things can happen. Yeah. So I thanks, for Mark, for summarizing that video. I didn't really want to spend my six minutes on it today. Yeah. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line because... We've been busy, Derek and I. We have been uh, dealing with these crazy bureaucrats here in the Keene area uh, as we were both threatened today, again, <laughs> officially this time, by the Cheshire County Sheriff. Uh, their agents came out to serve us with no trespass orders. Uh, I have the text of my no trespass order here. Now, if you haven't seen the footage from this uh, the other day, we were uh, actually, Derek, you weren't even there for this particular occasion. No, I wasn't but, even there the day they threatened you all. Right. You and I, though, we have been kind of uh, going to a lot of uh, courthouse appearances with the Shire Choir, and we've been singing songs in the parking lot. And That's true. Wishing the bureaucrats uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Festivus and uh, Happy New Year. And asking them questions about how they feel about uh, a friend of ours, Jason Talley, being dragged out in handcuffs uh, from the courtroom. So trying to hold these people accountable and, uh, you know, record video of what was happening in the parking lot. I want to know how they feel about standing for the man in the robe. Right, but apparently they don't want us to uh, find out these things or even talk to them because we've been threatened with, well, we've been banned from the courthouse property for forever. Uh, We'll give you more details coming up. You can take control at 855-453. It's Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com, where we'll give you the features on the site for free, including our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone and you'd like quick access to our live streams and podcasts, just jump on over to m.freetalklive.com, m as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. And here tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. So, Derek, uh, you and I were out again at the Cheshire Superior Courthouse today, and we've been do- we were doing That's what right. we've been doing. Singing with the Shire Choir. Right, for about the just- last two weeks now, we've been kind of in and out at the uh, the courthouse, sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the afternoons. And, and- yeah, just greeting the bureaucrats, saying, <laughs> Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Festivus, whatever the occasion. Sure, and maybe tossing out the occasional question about how they feel about uh, their co-worker Bob Tebow, one of the court security officers, uh, aggressing against peaceful people in the courtroom over a man in a robe uh, when this- those folks did not stand for that man in the robe. And uh, so aside from that, we were singing some chronic carols, which folks can download the chronic carols song sheet over at tools.freekeen.com if they'd like to sing their own chronic carols. 
And so that's just just what we've been doing. It's you know it's the holiday season. Uh, we're in a festive spirit. It's uh, it seems like a good idea to do that and also hold the bureaucrats accountable at the same time, as should be our right as supposedly you know free sovereign individuals who uh, are you know also it, it, members of the media. It's what you would uh, you would consider the, the Constitution telling people the right to peaceably assemble that the, here in America we're yeah. allowed to protest things like that. Yeah, I I would also think it's one of the most harmless ways a human can express himself is to stand aside and sing a song yeah that's that doesn't hurt anybody and it's a great way to get a message across so but i've been enjoying it you know most americans would believe that you have the right to protest that's a right and Mm -hmm. one would think that if you have the right to protest and that the people that you're protesting are government bureaucrats on government property that you would have the right to protest at that government property not say you know in the woods in a uh, you know national forest a uh, hundred miles from anybody who uh, um, right. you know c- could hear you. We're not to that point yet, but they're pushing the line. Well, and what they did the other day, when, and you weren't there for this one, but you've been there for most of the threats and the you know the intimidation on the part of these uh, these officers. But mm-hmm. they, the the man who calls himself the sheriff, uh, Dick Foot, came out and he uh, issued threats to us uh, personally. They didn't have any paperwork written up at that time, uh, but essentially they told us that your singing is stupid, uh, it's harassing, and that uh, you aren't allowed ever back on the courthouse grounds, not even the parking lot, unless you call in advance, schedule an appointment. And it was just absolutely absurd. <laughs> you can sing if you schedule an appointment. Right. Well, no, they would refuse the appointment, I think, if that were the, the reason for it. They wouldn't consider it legitimate business. Legitimate business, yep. And they had the gall to add insult to injury and actually accuse the Shire Choir of being poor singers. Yes, they did, which was uh, just was elected really official. Rude. was uh, really elected rude. elected official just insulting people to their faces. Yep. And why, why shouldn't he? I mean, it's like, you know, they're going to get paid whether or not uh, they are nice, so might as well just be rude. Uh, so here's what they, they handed us today, because we went back out. It was Friday afternoon when they threatened us uh, verbally, and then uh, yesterday it was a government holiday, so we didn't go back out yesterday. And so today we were back out uh, to wish them a, you know, a happy, happy new year as they were leaving from work. Of course, uh, those of us who had been threatened were standing on the sidewalk uh, at the time. And, you know, it would have been nice to have like 20 or 30 people out there. But honestly, you know, folks have to work. It's tough to get people out. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons why we need hundreds of more people to move to New, to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. So we can have, you know, thousands of, of activists spread across the state from which people can have a larger group of people from which to draw uh, a larger group than say, well, what do we have? Maybe five or six out today. Yeah, I which again say. is pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's better than anywhere I've ever lived as far as short, short notes short notice kind of activism but they came out with their uh their no trespass orders per rsa number whatever and uh with our names and addresses you know pre-printed so they'd had these printed up and they you know they must have reviewed their footage and said oh i know that guy we know this person this lady uh we'll just write up notices and then hold on to them next time we see them we'll uh we'll serve them and so, what, about five sheriff's officers, I think, came out uh, today? Yeah, exactly. And as has become their custom, one of them had a video camera. I'm not sure <laughs> what they're doing with that. Uh, I don't know if they think it's intimidating to us or you know, they just want to have a bunch of video records of these things happening. Whatever. So, here's what they say, and it's the exact same text, if I'm not mistaken. Dear Mr. So-and-so, due to your persistent harassment of court personnel, meaning singing and 
standing in the parking lot asking some questions. And wishing people Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You are prohibited from entering or remaining on the county property at the location, uh, the Cheshire County Superior Court building. This notice has provided you in accordance with statute governing criminal trespass if you have any legitimate county business. So apparently the First Amendment is not legitimate. That's right. Uh, If you have uh, any legitimate county business that requires you to enter and remain in the Cheshire County Court building, you are to contact me and make an appointment to conduct your county business. Signed, sincerely, Richard Foote, Cheshire County Sheriff. That's pretty much what yours said, right? That's exactly what mine says. To bother you, you voted for this guy? Yeah, it does, Mark. Um, because, well, the other guy that was... I only voted for him because I didn't know who he was Lesser of two evils. <laughs> well, well, we didn't know how evil this guy was. Because right. he was running against a guy who was uh, sadistically torturing uh, one of our friends... Uh, when uh, Sam Dodson was being arrested, but before you were arrested for having a, a camera in court, Derek J., Sam Dodson was arrested back in 2009 in that very same location, and uh, and he was uh, he was tortured to some extent by uh, them, you know, making it very uncomfortable on him in, mm-hmm. in the handcuffs and uh, dragging him around and uh, you know being very rude to him and, and abrasive. Uh, but at one point when he was uh, screaming in pain because of the the, in, the pain they were inflicting on him, uh, the the guy that ran against this character, the Richard Foot. Eli Rivera ran against him was uh, laughing sadistically. Oh, that like is going, so yeah, sick. Yeah, yell, scream, or yeah. something like that. He was yeah, and laughing as well. All of it was caught on uh, on video. The audio of it was caught on video, and uh, so that was the guy that was running against this Richard Foot. And at that time, you know, I hadn't heard of Richard Foot, so I figured, well. You know, Whatever. we don't know who ba- how bad this guy is, so I'd, I'd, at least I know how bad the other guy is. Yeah, just the- roll the dice. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. And so they're both bad, and uh, this guy is absolutely out of control. The The day that we were threatened verbally, the other sheriff said we could call and make an appointment with him, but now the official order says we can only make an appointment with Richard Foote, the county sheriff. Now, I've tried to make an appointment with this man before because, well, we've had issues with uh, the, the court security being a, a, abusive and right. violent. Uh, and so I wanted to talk to uh, this man about his security agents and, and how they were behaving. He's dying to hear from you on this, I'm sure. So, uh, you know, again, I'm a uh, county taxpayer. I'm afraid to have my cow- house stolen. Because that so, matters to them. So I pay uh, the, the taxes. Well, I think it would matter if people stopped paying. I think all of a sudden it uh, yes, would matter I, a lot. You said you are A, and that means one person. And right, they right. Don't care one, about person, one person, certainly. They don't care about. And so I attempted to make an appointment with this, uh, this sheriff character. And his, uh, his secretary, you know, you can't just call him directly. His secretary says, well, as far as when can I make an appointment with him? Well, he's in and out. That's what I got when I, I requested the Freedom of Information Act request. I was trying to pull some footage from this courthouse, and I was asking, can I please see this guy? They're telling me I can't have this footage. Oh, no, you can't see him. Yep. We don't ever know when he's here. So how am I exactly going to make an appointment with a man who is in and, in out. and out? So if I have to, you know, if I want to go to a public trial... I'm prohibited from going to a public trial. I'm prohibited from setting foot on this court building to support my friends, which is one of the most important forms of activism, I think, that uh, has been happening here. More coming up, Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck 
at crossbreedholsters.com. Again, that's crossbreedholsters.com. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com, the bulletin board system is there, and it gives you a way to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners in our forum over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.com. Freetalklive.com. Now, we're talking about uh, some of the activism that's been going on here in Keene recently, which is where uh, we do the show from. And there's been a focus on the Cheshire County Superior Courthouse. It's the most anti-freedom place uh, for sure within this, this you know, geographic area known as the Monadnock region or Cheshire County, New Hampshire. They don't uh, allow cameras. No cameras. They don't no allow re- hats. No audio recording devices. No emotion. <laughs> Even emotion, the judge has said. Well, must leave it, it outside. You must not show emotion. No displays of emotion, even from the audience. That's correct. And in fact, you've just recently filed a motion to show emotion or motion for emotion uh, at, a, at a local court. So we'll see what happens with that one. You just filed that today. Um, now you yeah, I hope motion, I'm approved. You had a motion granted previously to wear sunglasses. This is true. Not in Keene. That was in Right. But it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. So they've been cracking down, and it's just been absolutely awful the last several months uh, here. And I think it's you know some sort of an indicator that we're doing something right. Uh, I think you know as as has been pointed out, uh, you only take flack when you're over the target. So clearly, you know they don't want us around. They don't want us supporting our friends, and now they're so desperate to stop us from what we've been doing that they've they've actually banned us from from going to the court <laughs> forever. It's such a joke. I can't believe that these men expect to be taken seriously, walking out, the all women threatening. Well, right. <laughs> They've all but, been men so far that have threatened us. Uh, but they're, they're wearing these worry, brown shirts, marching out and giving us orders yep. and, and telling us that we're harassing people as they're walking up in our personal space and, and telling us that we're not allowed to be there or else they're going to throw us in a cage. I mean, who's harassing? Isn't it? Isn't it pretty obvious even to them? The sheriff himself literally got up in my face at one point while threatening me the other day. I mean, intimidating kind of in your personal space, like right up six inches away from you, kind of that close. And it's entirely uncalled for and entirely uh, outrageous. And, of course, there's nothing you can do, right? Like, what can you actually do besides vote him out? You know, like you can vote this one guy out maybe next time around. But then again, the the last guy that challenged him was a total, you know, jerk as well. So that doesn't seem like a very good solution. So I don't know what the other solution is besides just stopping paying the property taxes. Look, if I don't pay property taxes anymore, I no longer feel like I can come to your courthouse. I mean, like I'm not paying for it. So I wouldn't feel right then coming to the courthouse at that point. Uh, unless I had asked, uh, you know, permission to come into that place. If I wasn't paying, you know, that would make sense. Property taxes don't that. cover uh, just the the county, though. Um, the county gets a small portion of your property taxes, as does the city gets a large portion, and, and the state. Most and of the that schools. goes to schools, and then uh, the state gets a portion too for roads and schools. Right, and that's how it is in New Hampshire here. Yeah, they will tell people that you're not allowed on the school grounds either. That's because, correct. As we learned handing out some literature to some students last that, week. Right, yeah. that uh, we had a visit from one of the 
fine police officers here in Keene. Who, who was much nicer than this uh, particular sheriff super, about his threats. Super friendly. Friendly, chatting. We, you know, He took his time to talk with us. We stood there for a while and just kind of everybody left when we felt like leaving. It wasn't like, let's push him out uh, kind of thing. Definitely didn't get up in anyone's personal space. No, even, not at all. Even said he was listening to local Keene media. So, uh, you know, we appreciate... I-, I can speak for myself, appreciated the friendly demeanor of this officer. But I was being told that I wasn't allowed on public property, the which property I think is which you pay for. Yeah, you know, exactly. Why can't I talk to these these people who are pretty close to, to my age and he's allowed to? Like, why not? Exactly. So that's what's happened here. They've uh, again, they've they've sent these uh, trespass, given these trespass orders to us. There's like a county commission meeting next uh, tomorrow morning that uh, we're going to attend to express uh, our, our mutual displeasure uh, about this. At least that's what I intend to do. And so we'll see if they if they do anything. I figure I'm going to go and run through whatever bureaucratic uh, processes there are available for some sort of redress of grievances. I don't expect to have anything change. I don't expect any of the system to work. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it does. But I figure before I stop paying taxes to these people, I'll go through their little process. That way I can say, hey, look. I, I took this all the way up through whatever level I could whoever take it up through. Whoever you are, whatever you want, I have gone through your little process. Yes, I've done all of this, and they won't even allow me to speak to them. I can't ask them questions. I can't schedule a meeting with the sheriff. I can't uh, do anything anymore with inside the system. I've tried to do this inside the system stuff, and they're like, whoa, we can't have you inside the system. So on one hand, they say, you have to work inside the system if you want to change things. But on the other hand, when someone like me, who doesn't respect their system... Because they haven't earned it. When someone like me shows up, or Derek J shows up, who's having fun with the system, singing songs, having a good time, poking a little bit of fun at them at the same time, they can't handle it. And they don't want you around. And now we've got trespass orders. Forever. I can't believe I've been threatened for, for singing. This it's outrageous. Just, I, I would never imagine in a million years that someone would come up and say, I'm going to put you in a cage if you keep singing. Like, I'm, well, you can sing over there. Oh, just right, go over right. there. Well, just do what we tell you, Derek J., and then it'll be all right. I mean, I've never done anything nasty to these guys. I'm a, I think I'm, I have a pretty friendly demeanor and was not harassing anyone by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, if you go watch the video, see how There's, it's all everyone's on video. been friendly. <laughs> yeah. In fact, today, they wait. one of the w- women waved at us as, uh, as they were wait- walking out of work. Oh, yeah. They recognized so, us. How do you know what that means? No, no, she, no, she, she was, was friendly. friendly. She said something nice. Uh, somebody yeah. said Happy New Year. Yeah, I think Kelly like, said oh, Happy hey, New Year. Hey, good morning. Yeah. Well, no, well you, yeah, that's right. right. You guys were there this morning, too. Right. Uh, so let's go to John listening in Minnesota to WNMT. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, uh, John. Have you guys ever thought about going to the county fairs and uh, builder shows and home shows and any kind of a place where you can rent a booth? To, to do outreach to folks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually used to do that uh, back in uh, Florida when I was living down there and doing uh, liberty activism. That was one of the things I uh, that I was doing then was a lot of outreach. And I actually uh, I, I manned a, a county fair booth for like 10 hours a day for the entire week that the that the fair was there simply because it was so hard to find volunteers to to step up and help out with things. I mean, it's, it's like pulling teeth. That's the hardest thing to do is find volunteers. But when you're there... Yeah, just be happy and have a little booth and a little sign, and uh, and but have your literature the strongest thing, you know. 
No doubt about it. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm old hat at this. I'm very, uh, very experienced at it. I've done it at county fairs. I've done it at uh, gay and lesbian pride fest. I've done it mm-hmm. at gun shows. So I've kind of like been across the spectrum to some extent, like county fair, very general audience. You know, 50,000 people show up. Uh, gun show, much more specialized, more of like a, a righty kind of event. And, of course, the uh, Gay and Lesbian Pride Fest, uh, definitely a more specialized kind of lefty-oriented uh, event. And, and the message of liberty is very popular at all of these locations. Usually the, no way, usually the way I would do it would be to bring along the world's smallest political quiz, which is something that the Advocates for Self-Government have published for, for many years. Have you ever taken that, John? Uh, no. I, I, I talked to every, all the people in there, because I, I used to work fair booths myself and uh, in different products that I sold and uh, different spiritual booths that I uh, associate with. But it's it's really good uh, place to reach people. Yep, I would absolutely agree with that. Anything else you want to share tonight, John? That's it. You thanks. guys uh, enjoy your show. Yep, thanks for the call. We do. And uh, appreciate it when uh, folks participate at 855-450-FREE. Add your suggestions in. In fact, I'm going to do the uh, the booth thing this year, as a matter of fact. I called the uh, the Cheshire not the, the Cheshire County folks and uh, you know the ones that aren't aggressing against people on a regular basis. They're much more in. Like the ones that run the fairground, they're much more interested in talking to uh, to regular people. Sure, they'll take your check. Right. And so, uh, so yeah, I've already looked into it. Uh, we're on the list of uh, booths to uh, to be set up. And so, you know, free keen slash free agent slash cop block slash, you know, all the wonderful activism things, the Shire Society. You know, we can have it all, uh, all at this uh, this fair booth. And the only thing is we've got to man it. And that should be no problem here. Like, it's no problem finding volunteers to step up and get active here in, uh, in the Shire, here in New Hampshire. And that's because of the Free State Project, which we'll tell you more about here uh, in a moment at 85. 85- 55450 free that is the SACL CAI toll free line you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever you want and if you want to learn more about the advocates and their world's smallest political quiz go to quiz.freetalklive.com it'll take you right to the quiz really useful outreach tool it's a great way to connect with people and introduce them to the ideas of liberty more coming up BigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. And you can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do, dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And here tonight, it's Ian. Derek J. And Mark. Don't forget, if you want to support Free Talk Live, you can go shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. There are links to Amazon there uh, right at the top of the page. Different links for different countries. You click into the one that's right for you, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase price. So start your shopping over at shop.freetalklive.com. And also wanted to bring up the Free State Project. It's the reason why we're all here. Sitting here in the studio together right now tonight, we're here because... 
of the Free State Project. It's a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all focusing their efforts in one place. Different types of efforts, but efforts all the same. Exactly. Efforts to uh, hopefully achieve liberty or some semblance of it uh, within our lifetime. And so it's a pretty big idea, but it's one that makes sense. And it's one who's, uh, it's an idea whose time has come. And that is, yeah, Liberty's great. Ron Paul's great. And like, you know, the Ron Paul thing that's cool. I support Ron Paul. I've given like money, a lot of money to his campaign uh, thus far. So great. I hope Ron Paul wins, but I don't expect him to. And even if Ron Paul does win, I don't expect that's going to drastically change things for the better. I think it could make some little changes, which would be nice, like bringing the troops home, etc. But I think that in order to have real liberty, we have to start at the grassroots level, and we have to do, do it local, and we have to get people together in the same area. Because if liberty-minded people are spread out too thin, as they currently are, then they'll never have an effect. It's all about numbers. Because, for instance, when we were threatened today, Derek J., for uh, singing publicly assembling in a public parking lot, uh, you know, speaking and singing. When we were threatened, if we had had 50 people with us, how do you think that would have changed the dynamics? It would have been a different ballgame. Even though we outnumbered the uh, people who came and addressed us. Just barely. We, You know, none of us are macho, like, huge, gonna beat people up looking guys. So, yeah. Even if we match numbers or have twice as many numbers as them, I still think they would feel confident enough coming up and threatening because, uh, you know, they know that we're everyone that they've encountered has been a peaceful person. Right. I think that numbers do certainly matter, though. Once they see that there are too many people that they can't even address everyone at once, then, I mean, they've got a real problem issuing those orders and... I think it makes them more concerned to uh, even threaten people at all. Absolutely. And we saw this play out. uh, Well, actually, you got there a little bit late, but you've seen the footage of it where Mm -hmm. uh, we went to the Supreme Court building and made a stand on video cameras in court lobbies because here it's illegal. You've been arrested for it, Derek J., having a video camera in a court lobby. Of course, hasn't been a ruling on that. Right. They dropped his charge on that particular issue. No, I meant on the... On the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court thing, yeah. there was a, a decision on their panel's part to accept those, the rules changes to make cameras easier to get into to court buildings, but there has not been a ruling on the suggestion. So there has not been a ruling on the panel's recommendation because this is bureaucratic garbage where the panel has to look at it first, then passes it to the Supreme Court, then the Supreme Court will look at it, and then they will decide, and then the order will be issued, and then, you know, 60 days later, the, the courts might implement some new camera rules. Right. Well, they're still not following the rules that they're supposed to because Superior Court is supposed to have a staging area or something, and they said, oh, no, we have plenty of time. We have 60 days. We don't know how much time, but yeah, sure, we have right. time to get a staging area sure, it says it's an order on the top, and anytime we're ordered to do something, it's immediate. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the supreme, when the superior court gets an order, apparently they've got sixty days to implement that. So again, it's this whole two sets of rules thing. There's one set of rules for them, which they don't have to yep. follow, and then there's the set of rules for us, which is completely arbitrary and, and made up basically on the spot. Right. And another part of their rule says that uh, that you know it's it, it's the rule, the the law, the the right of citizens to come in and use uh, cameras in the uh, at the clerk of court. Mm-hmm. But they said, no, no, not when we say it's not. So, I mean, they they just do what they want. So, again, getting people together is the solution here. So we're we're still at an early, early stage in this whole Free State Project thing. Uh, There are are hundreds of people who have moved. In fact, if you go to freestateproject.org, the counter of the in-state Free State Project participants – 
is nearing a thousand. So you could be mover number one thousand if you are within the next fifteen or so uh, movers at this Ooh. point, uh, which is a pretty big deal. I guess technically it's not mover one thousand, but it's uh, participant in state because uh, that one thousand carries along with it like two hundred people that were already living in New Hampshire when New Hampshire uh. was was chosen as uh, as the so called free state. But it's not free, clearly, from some of the stories that we tell you here. There are huge problems with corruption here, just like anywhere else. See, the thing is, people will hear these things and they'll say, well, that's no free state. What about the live free or die? And, well... We're not here because it's free. You thought that there was, you thought they were hiding a country that was completely free, or a state that was completely free somewhere in the world? Ah. Really? Right. Or you the, or, that? I think that's what's important about the Free State Project, and that's that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about it is that this uh, this subtle takeover and um, erosion of rights is just happening everywhere subtly and slowly. Yep. So if it's not attacked in a well, you know, peacefully attacked in a concentrated place, then it, it would happen any everywhere. So if um, people are interested in maintaining their liberties than focusing uh in one central location with other people who are interested in the same thing that seems wise right go and try some of the same things we've been doing for the last five years where you live and let us know what happens i don't really mean that you'll probably end up in a cage for a long time uh because in a lot of other places you can't even get a camera into the court you can't stand out in front of the courthouse and hand out uh, fully informed jury information, uh, jury nullification. Uh, you can't do those things in a lot of places. Uh, we've got friends in Orlando. You're throwing people in jail for right. it. Right. Uh, 150 months. days yeah. in jail for handing out flyers. Again, right to assemble, right to freedom of speech. No, it doesn't exist. It's all imaginary. It's all nonsense. It's all BS. It's all a front. It's a cover for their violence. It's all a cover. The whole Constitution, the rights, all of the the flowery language and everything. It has to be. And you were making a a great point earlier on on break about if... If the inside of the system stuff worked, then there would be lawyers just, you know, the phones wouldn't stop. They'd be calling up all the time. Any time this violation of, uh, you know, civil rights happens, the people would be calling up and saying, oh, I can take care of that for you because they did something wrong and we'll right. hold them we accountable. Right, we can sue them and, then, and yeah. hold them accountable. Yeah, the process works. But no, those calls don't happen because, no, they can't be held accountable. Right. It's we've their had, own system. We've had so many people have their rights violated. You had your right to be the free press violated by being arrested. Jason Talley had his right to free press being violated by being arrested for having video cameras in court lobbies uh, and you go, you're only two of like four or five people that have ha- been arrested for this people have been threatened constantly uh, we've now been banned from being at the, the courthouse I mean there's there's no shortage to uh, to these stories that we can tell you and you can go back for years and look at all this at, at freekeen.com and yeah no one's jumping up to say uh, yeah we'll take care of this for you in fact when I approach lawyers with these cases and I think to myself boy rights clearly violated caught on video I mean, like, no-brainer, open yeah, and shut open case. And, shut. Uh, and they're, they're like, no, nah, you really – you can't sue the court system or, or oh, well, I don't think we'd really have much of a chance. I'd have to get a bunch of money from you up, fr- up front to make sure that's going to work. But like you're saying, if it were a good case, if it were a system that worked, they'd be able to cash in without having to make money up front from the client. They'd be like, yeah, let's jump on this and take this to court and, you know, cash in and make, yeah. you know, 50 grand. It's if not that like really you, worked. It's not like you want 66% 
percent of it or anything. I no. mean, you take ten percent of it just to, to win. Right. I would just want them to behave. I mean, really, ultimately, I want them to allow let the, the public let the into a court have trial. The money. <laughs> right. I, I want the, the, them to allow the public into a trial. I want them to allow people to have emotion. I want them to allow people to to wear T-shirts with messages on them. I want them to uh, the you press know, to be able allow to. the press to record. I want the the people who are just having a video camera and sitting quietly to be able to record. I mean, I'm not unreasonable. They're the ones who are unreasonable, and I'm sick and tired of paying for this crap. I'm sick of it. And I'm, I, you know, it's, it's starting to look like I'm going to have to lose my house over it because I don't know what else to do. I really don't, and it's frustrating. So one of the things I do know that we can do is get as many people in the same place as possible. And you can go to freestateproject.org to learn about the Free State Project and also learn about the upcoming Liberty Forum happening in February, the 23rd through the 26th. It's going to be a great chance for you to come and meet those of us who aren't in a jail cell uh, at that time. There are going to be hundreds of people that will be at uh, this event, and it's going to happen in a nice hotel in Nashua. It's nice and warm in there in the middle of winter, and there will be great speakers who will be showing up, like Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a uh, Crime, great blog on the Internet. This guy is really concerned with press freedom, so I'm sure he'll be outraged to hear some of the stories that have been going on here, and he's been paying attention for for a while as well to what's been happening. Uh, Peter Schiff will be there, the investment advisor. He'll be giving a presentation uh, on Friday and then also doing the keynote speech at nighttime, uh, dinner. There's, you know, uh, I think there's an opening night reception of some sort. Uh, There's all kinds of after hours parties. Uh, It's just an absolute blast to be around other people that love freedom, to to experience what this community is actually like. Because it's a community of, it's an intentional community of liberty-loving people focusing all their efforts in one place. And boy, does that work. I mean, it's going to work more over time as more people come here. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Use our discount code FTL2012. Hour 2 is up next. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You are invited, as always, to dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find there for free. Uh, You can actually control the content of the site, submit different things you find online uh, that you think are interesting or fun or useful. And then other listeners will vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestions. You get to vote on others' suggestions and the most voted up Make it to the front page and the top of the site. So go ahead, get interactive, and do it all for free over at freetalklive.com. Coming up, the police have targeted a five-year-old. For what? Well, you'll find out here in a moment. Derek J. will give us the story. Uh, 855-453-FREE is the toll-free number. Just uh, I had a few more thoughts for those just tuning in. We had a gentleman call in last hour who suggested uh, doing some outreach at like a county fair. 
You know, you want to reach Sounds people. Like a great idea. It is a great idea. You want to reach people. This is a place where thousands and thousands and thousands of people go. I remember where I come from. I think it was like fifty thousand people would go to the county fair over a week. Uh, up here, it's a little lower population, but uh, proportionally, more people go to the, the fair up here. I think. Plus, it's a good uh, mix of crowds anywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be young and old, all all different. Uh, you know, types of age groups. And, and they're people who have time to kill. So oh, they're yeah. people who are looking to spend time perhaps with you if you're interesting enough and what you have to offer is intriguing or fun or useful, etc. So it's a great uh, opportunity. Anytime people are milling about looking for something to do, you know, whether it's a gun show or gay lesbian pride fest or some other kind of convention-y thing. He mentioned like trade shows and things like that. I don't know if I would want to locate at a trade show just because they're likely more expensive uh, than something like a, like a gun show or a county fair. But on the other hand, maybe it would work. I've never tried it. The idea is to go and to put the ideas of liberty into people's heads. So whether, you know, whatever your liberty-oriented group is that you're active with, if, if you are, you know, for instance, Ron Paul campaign, uh, the Students for Liberty, you know, the Advocates for Self-Government, there's so many different folks out there doing things that uh, you want to reach out to the public on. You don't want to preach to the choir. You want to, uh, to talk to people about freedom, you know, in the real world. And this is something that I've had more experience at than I think anything else, I think, over time, because, you know, where I come from, there wasn't any kind of civil disobedience. No one did non-cooperation. Uh, there there weren't any uh, cop watching. There, there, you know, was none of this stuff that, that's been going on here up in New Hampshire and now some, some other places like Orlando and Austin, uh, where some of the, the techniques – uh, that have happened up here, the activism uh, that has happened here has inspired others in other parts of the country to do things. Uh, that stuff didn't happen uh, where where I came from. So, and I never even really considered doing it. Well, it's risky I was so to alone. do. It's risky to do on your own. I mean, oh yeah, it's risky to do when you've got people with you. <laughs> exactly. Plus, I, I think uh, you know it, it helps to have a group of people uh, to help uh, get one inspired to do some activism. You know, it just gives that uh, extra hundred and ten percent. Feel to activism. Yeah. So I th- that's what I did down in Florida was just out pretty much just outreach. And, uh, you know, the way that uh, I think is most effective, I've seen people do these things before and I, I, you know, I know what doesn't work and I know what works for me. And just sitting behind a table doesn't work. Yeah, just sitting there. Right. You don't look approachable. This is the classic outreach, so-called outreach table, right? The classic outreach table is uh, what I saw at essentially – there was one of the county fairs I worked at. The Democrats had a table as well. So I was working with the Libertarians at the time. I no longer am involved with them. But uh, at the time I was. And the Democrats had a table kind of catty corner to, uh, to us. And basically, this is what they did. And this is like the classic college outreach table or or, uh, activist, so-called activist outreach table, where they just set up a table, put as many flyers and brochures on the table as uh, as possible. And then then walk away. Well, sometimes they walk away. They did abandon their table quite a bit. uh, But sometimes they'll just sit there. That's right. Come talk and to well, me. What are you supposed to do? Like play like a carnival carny and absolutely and like, <laughs> step absolutely. right up. <laughs> that's that's absolutely how oh, you get so people cute. to uh, to people to want to be engaged. You. Yep, you have to offer people the opportunity to come talk to you. Otherwise, what? Why would you want to go and talk to this guy <laughs> sitting quietly with his hands folded behind his table or reading his book or or whatever? Got your freedom here, red hot. Right. Some uh, you know some antisocial person who and you know again. I, Anybody that steps up to volunteer for a booth, I appreciate them. But if you have the ability to be more social or be more extroverted, then you're going to do better at a booth. Putting introverts behind uh, behind a booth 
just because you need someone to staff it is like the least desirable option. Uh, I, and I'm I'm naturally introvert, introverted, believe it or not. I've you know I've had to work at becoming more extroverted, and this was part of that process for me was going out and seeing you know people just passing by. And realizing you have to say something to them. You have to, you know, reach out to them. And, you know, with the world's smallest political quiz at quiz.freetalklive.com, that'll get you there. It's the Advocates for Self-Government. You can ask them simple, you know, simple leading question like, have you had a chance to take this yet? Oh, what's that? And then it's on. And then as soon as uh, you get one or two people, especially two people, you got two people in front of your booth taking the quiz or interacting with you in some way, other people who are walking by, they look at that and they say to themselves, something's going, something on, going there. on there. Yeah. Right. That's, that's hap- that booth over there is happening. I should go there. And before you know it, there are four people standing there. You know, like uh, we had four clipboards with these quizzes on them. And sometimes there were more people standing there than we had clipboards. And sometimes when no one was standing there, more people were more likely to walk by even when they were being kind of beckoned to with the the Carney Barker uh, style thing. So that's one suggestion for me or for you, rather, if you're considering doing an, uh, an outreach booth, is to outreach, you know, to actually take the time. You're, so what you're, it means. Paying, you're paying quite a bit in some cases, you know, 70 bucks a day or something like that, or 100 maybe uh, a day in some cases for these booths. Make it worth your while if you're going to be there. So those were some of my Absolutely. experiences. The other experience I had was uh, the first time I did it, I gave things away, like gave away information. And, of course, when I walked around later on, I looked in the garbage cans and saw a lot of the uh, information that I had given away. And so that was like, oh, man, that's kind of a bummer because, you know, paying money for this uh, this information and they're just like throwing it away. That seems really inefficient. And so what uh, what I did instead was I charged for the information. Very small amounts, basically the costs of the information with, you know, maybe a few cents on to round it up to 10 cents or whatever. Uh, so there was, you know, like a, a one-page brochure for, for 25 cents, like front and back. or No, it was four pages, like, and he folded four pages, and there was one that was 16 for a dollar. And then there, I was selling a book, uh, Libertarianism in One Lesson, for 11 bucks. So like a kind of a spread of uh, money they could spend, something where someone could reach in their pocket. They're at the fair. They've got a quarter in their pocket. Sure, no problem. I'll buy that from you for, that, for that a That way they're not throwing it away. Exactly. The, if they take something that they paid for, they're going to take that sucker home. That damn it, I paid a quarter for this, and I am going to read every last word. Or you know, I don't have to read every Hang word. Hang it up, make art out of it. At least whatever. Give it to a friend. Right. I mean, they're more likely to appreciate something that they've paid for. And I thought, you know, my first critique of this tactic was, well, you know, they're not going to buy these things. Who wants to pay? For this, well, surprisingly, a lot of people did, and in fact, a lot of people that surprised me bought it. So, for instance, someone would come along, take the world's smallest political quiz, and they would score as a total authoritarian, like not left, not right, not liberty, but a total authoritarian on every issue, every time. Wow! And some of those people would actually buy the information that I had, just out of the curiosity of the fact that it was here. They took the quiz. They were just interested in seeing what what I had. So right. I was kind of pleasantly surprised about that. Interesting. Well, that's, that's wonderful that they're open to more worldviews, too. And that I think too, it's yeah. great, like, at a fair... <laughs> or they're just thinking of ways to uh, undermine it, maybe. <laughs> that could be. But at a fair, it's been my experience that things are very expensive. And so oh, yeah. having a 10-cent or 25-cent option available for someone, that's going to be attractive to, you know, yep. to anyone with just a few uh, cents jiggling in their pockets. Did anyone ever question yeah. um, why you had price tags of uh, so little on the uh, on these flyers, 
I don't recall that. I nope. mean, if they did, it was very infrequent that someone would, would just, say that. Just wondering if they had anything to say about it. So that uh, that is a good tactic. So it, it helps you because it covers all your costs. I mean, you, you set a, a price of whatever the cost is, and so you're not paying through the nose for, for flyers that people are throwing in the, in the garbage. Uh, so, But the problem was ultimately that it never really panned out into anything. Like the people that I would reach, I'd get email addresses and some contact information from, them, from some of them. We'd add them to our email list for the local libertarian group. But no one would ever show up at a meeting. So for all hmm. the time and all the effort that I spent... I mean, the meetings didn't result in anything either. The meetings never did. So, like, nothing ever panned out. More coming up 855 450 free. So, I moved to New Hampshire. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com is where you can go there. And you can uh, visit the Shrine of Female Listeners. Over at shrine.freetalklive.com, you'll see the ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections or accounts receivable, SACL CAI can handle that for you. Uh, they're a company that, that does this. They do collections, early out billing. They purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers, treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI. All right, so let's continue here in a moment. We'll tell you about the five-year-old that they sent the cops after uh, and what for. But first, let's go to Calvin, listening in West Virginia. Calvin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Derek, Jay, and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm, Calvin. Uh, Calvin here from West Virginia. I'm on the road tonight. Um, I was hoping you uh, could keep me abreast of updates from Iowa since I am on the road. At the same time, if you guys would be willing, um, I don't know if I heard this correctly a few weeks ago, but did I hear that Mark was on death row at some point? No, you did not. I was in prison for murder, but not on death row. Okay. Would you be willing to talk about that experience a little bit? I know it's something very, very personal, but I'd be interested in hearing your story and, and maybe how that Didn't helped, you just uh, helped get shape your view. Yeah, well, we didn't you um, just get into detail on this on a recent. We did show? on Sunday on the Sunday show. So if uh, you want to go back and get whatever uh, information you want to get from the Sunday show, we uh, you know I talked about it quite a bit. But uh, from uh, 1989, um, I was with a friend. That friend killed somebody. I didn't tell the police what I knew um, quickly and and well enough. Um, you know, I told them some lies initially, and essentially that resulted in me going up the river at some point. Uh, my um, my friend went up the river too. He's now dead, and um, as is the the guy he killed. So, you know, the the place where we were, there were three people. I'm the only one who is living who was in that room, and so you know, 
one can choose to believe my story or not, but uh, you know, I, I never killed anybody. And you have all kinds of uh, prison stories. I think you told some of those on Sunday night. That's right. I'm not told some prison so, stories. So. I spent uh, eight years and seven months mm-hmm. in prison in the uh, state of Florida. And how did it affect you uh, today? I, that was the other part of his question. I don't know. I mean, y- you know, I'm. How I, could it not affect you? But I, I, I don't know how to answer. Really right, how answer could you know question. who you would be otherwise, right, if you hadn't gone to prison? Do you have any guesses? Did you have like hopes and aspirations and goals that you were looking to meet before that happened? I, you were kind of a loser kind as a teenager. A, yeah, right? I mean, I was just you know standard teenager. I, that, it's it's really true. I mean, Whoa, Ian and I harsh. have been working together for a long time. He knows the story. He described. Okay. I mean, he's described himself as uh, you know somebody who you know you didn't really believe in anything. You didn't really believe in yourself. You were just kind of just you know shiftless loser like uh you know some teens can Go, tend going to be. along to get along you know i'd steal it if it was Selling wasn't nailed down or something yeah, like you know, that I, I sold some drugs stole some stuff and you know that just kind of just a punk yep really that's what it was oh no i was a well, punk you, when i was a teenager too but i, I wasn't involved in uh, stuff like that yeah but knowing you now it's so hard to believe indeed He's it is such a sweet doll face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, you can imagine think. what prison was like oh <laughs> calvin did that uh, answer your question somewhere Do you have any other specific questions calvin yeah, it did answer my question. I appreciate you talking about it, and I'll check out the Sunday podcast. Excellent. You can do that over at freetalklive.com. It's right there at the top. What else is on your mind tonight? Anything? Any, any updates from Iowa yet? No, I haven't heard anything. You They're said, Mark, they just, they just started it, right? Like just, uh, what, 20 minutes ago, basically? They just kicked the thing off? That's right. It's going to go at least an hour. So, hour, There's two hours. Not much like to that. say. If you're not a Iowa voter, you're not allowed in. They're not, you know, the press isn't going in there. That's about it. They don't even let the press in for this? I don't believe I don't believe they can report from it. I wonder what How happens. How tacky would that be? Well, wait. What happens if you're a Republican with a video camera? Are you also prohibited from going in? I don't have any answers. Uh, look, why are you asking me? Because <laughs> you're a Republican and you pay attention to this stuff. I. <laughs> I believe. Are you there's... a Republican, Derek J? No, I'm not a Republican either. So I'm going to ask you, as the resident Republican here, what the Republicans do at their uh, caucus. I don't live in Iowa. I got gotcha. you. Well, you're the only one here who do, uh, who would have known. Maybe Craig, do you know, or uh, Calvin? Rather, do you know uh, what they allow cameras in? I have no clue whatsoever. Yeah. I believe that there's some live chat coming. Um, you know, people texting and, and you know quietly on their computers and things coming out. You know. Thanks, okay. Calvin, for the hey, call. We'll do our best that. to keep you in the loop, and I appreciate hearing from you tonight at eight five five four fifty free. Let's go to Craig in Kentucky. Craig, you're on Free Talk Live. How are you doing tonight, Jim? Great, Craig. Hello. What's on your mind? Um, I had a. I just had a thought. Uh, why? I mean, you guys have got a great program, and I try to listen as much as I can. Thank you. As often as I can. But why do we have to, in this country, be upset before we try to exercise our rights? I mean, we have rights. Are they rights or privileges? Well, you, it's a great question because the way they, the way that people are treated and the way they behave is as though they are privileges. So, well, uh, you know, if we actually had a right to assemble then the then people would respect that. And instead, no, Derek J. and I have been banned from the Cheshire Superior Court building because, well, clearly those people calling themselves the sheriffs don't give a flip about our supposed right to assemble. But I like the point that you bring up, Craig, because I, I don't believe in rights. I, I believe in actions that you can take if you take them. That's I mean, there's no... Thing, no such thing as a right unless you are exercising it. So well, right. I'm now, glad rights you're have encouraging to be, people to exercise their rights. Rights have to be mutually respected in order for them to exist at all. I mean, it's an idea that if they're not, you know, if that idea is not universally shared, then they do, it doesn't exist. 
if everyone believes in rights, then they might as well exist. In the same way that if everyone believes in government, then uh, government is. But if everybody, if people stopped believing in government, then they would just see them as what they really are, which is just human beings aggressing against other human beings. No, I agree with that. And if we if we actually had rights, I mean inherent rights that couldn't be um, overridden or taken away from us, this situation we w- we wouldn't be all this situation wouldn't be going on in this country. Well, no doubt. And as Derek J. points out, if people were to stand up for their so-called rights, uh, then they would be much more likely to retain them and they would be much more likely to be respected uh, by these men calling them, men and women calling themselves the government. But because people are afraid, eh, and for good reason, they're scary. They've got cages and guns and dogs and uh, pepper spray. So because people are afraid, they do nothing. Instead, they stand by idly as, uh, as peaceful people are harmed. And they may shake their heads and say, that's all. That's awful, it's terrible that they're doing that, but boy, I'm not willing to take that risk. So that's where it all ends, because as long as people won't stand up, then they, they have been reduced to having privileges and having to beg master for permission to do what they want. You guys are, are actually a solution to the problem or a part of the solution, because, I mean, um, this is a paraphrase. Uh, there may be times when we're, we're powerless for being injustice, but when we... When we fail to protest injustice, then uh, that's far more worse than than than, than the injustice itself. Hmm. Thanks for sharing I mean, that tonight, Craig. Anything else on your mind? That's that's what's on my mind. But um, I appreciate you guys and um, your venue to um, our grievances, and uh, that's important. We can help with that. That's for sure, Craig. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. At 855-450-FREE. So I, I was looking at a map of the results of the Iowa caucuses um, by county and community that is confusing me. Zero percent reporting. A poll is ahead. Forty-three percent to its closest uh, trailer, Perry. Zero mm. percent reporting. So okay. I guess they have some. Maybe they have some absentee ballots that have been sent in yeah, or something like, like 10 that. Ten votes have come in so far. I, I don't have any answers. Eight five five four fifty free. It's way too early to uh, be even looking at it. We'll give you an update maybe toward the end of the show. You can take control. Free talk live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Take control of these airwaves at 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com is where you can go and get interactive with other listeners on our webcam page where our chat room is built into the same page. So head on over to cam.freetalklive.com to experience that. It's all free, as is the rest of our website. Again, cam.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins, they're the world's first free market, peer-to-peer digital cash. They can be used anywhere in the world without needing permission from any government or corporation. They can't be counterfeited or inflated. And now you can buy them with a credit card or PayPal. Uh, Memory Dealers is proud to offer physical Bitcoins that you can hold in your hands, but can also be transferred back into normal digital form at any time. They make great conversation starters and gifts. Be part of the currency that's transforming the world. Buy your Bitcoins at MemoryDealers.com. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, so we'll continue here with uh, another example of just how out of control the police state really is. You know when they're picking on five-year-olds that things have gone too far. Or at least I hope you know that. If not, 
Hopefully you'll think so after this. Derek J., what what has happened? Well, this story comes from CBS Boston. Okay. I've got a tip of the hat to the police chief of Charlton M.A. and Sergeant Daniel Dowd, who did a brave thing this week when he showed up without backup to let a five-year-old know that she had two books that were overdue and needed to be returned or paid for. I mean, this... Five-year-old criminal named Haley was left in tears, but no arrest, no search. Little teacher. Yeah, I mean, wow, Sergeant Dowd, he didn't even need to pull out his taser. <laughs> Just a stern, oh, no, you didn't look, <laughs> from, from the sergeant was enough to get the criminal's waterworks going. The oh sergeant my. just left after telling her to return the state's property. I mean, she's a thief, and he's not even going to search her home for the contraband. I'm surprised by that. You know, he's really showing some restraint. Right. It's 2012. Who needs a warrant to serve justice anymore? You know, maybe it's not such a police state after all. They're just making little girls cry. It's not like they're searching their bedrooms yet. So while I applaud the efforts of the threats from men with guns, I say this this girl got off light. I say he should have been tearing up Dr. Seuss books, checking behind the Easy Bake Oven, and checking that suspicious toy box under the pile of Barbies. You know, Sergeant Dowd said that the library contacted the police, and that's how he heard about this. The the chief wow. sent their bravest comrade to go and serve the public and reclaim the state's property. Well, I feel served, let me tell you. Well, but despite his reputation as a stone-cold peace officer... Sergeant Dowd actually said he was reluctant to pursue this dangerous duty. So a tip of the hat to you, sir, Sergeant Dan Dowd. Well done. Wow. What a misuse of public money. What do you mean? Isn't this what the police are here for, to threaten and intimidate people? I thought that was their job. I don't Isn't that what it says on the side of the police car, to threaten and intimidate? (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't say that. No? Apparently, Haley's mother was not thrilled. She she said that, uh, you know, Haley was scared, and she asked her if she was going to be arrested mommy and um, she needs to be a better surf that mom she needs to tell her daughter what's for and that she deserves to be treated like this because she dared to not return her library books soon enough i mean what kind of what kind of surfs are we raising in this country they need to have a lot more respect for law enforcement oh you won't believe this this woman she the mom argues that sending a cop to their house was like oh pounding. it came to their house yeah i thought it was during the school day or something oh like no that. it came came to the door wow and uh she said that sending a Cop to the house was like pounding a ten penny nail with a sledgehammer. She just thought this was too much force. Can you believe it? All he did was come to the door and threaten the little girl. Man, I would have been. Uh, it would have no been force. interesting to have seen that uh, transpire and see exactly what happened between the two of them. Uh, I, I mean, I wonder. Like, was mom home at the time when? Uh, well, how else? Five year olds don't answer the door. Presumably. Well. I've I don't know. We don't know what kind of neighborhood they live in, or what their their home policy is, or you know if they if saw. If a five year old answers the door, generally some an adult is there. You shouldn't be generally five year old should not be left by themselves. Period. That's true. Um, That's true. So. I, you know, I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen anywhere at any time. But, but I just wonder if, like, you know, if I'm not it saying did there happen, wasn't likely parent. they would have lost custody of the child. I see what you're saying. Right? I'm not saying there wasn't necessarily a parent in the home, but, like, perhaps they were sitting in the, the, the living room and they saw that the cops uh, were at the door, so they, you know, let their daughters no, talk to them alone. No, no, <laughs> no. It didn't seem like that. It sounded like uh, Mrs. Benoit was at home and she insists that this was their first warning like that they had never gotten any Even mail notice, or anything yeah. maybe yeah, they like, had moved or something the library had an old address it could have been it she insists they never got any warnings except for this one 
So, I mean, can you imagine this being your first warning? Can you I imagine mean, you being gonna... the cop sent on library book duty? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this isn't what these guys signed up for, I'll tell you. I mean, is this going to encourage more reading? Is this like yeah. what, the, right. is this what they want? I am never getting a book from that place again. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a young, impressionable child, and this is her first impression about reading and the library. And I, I don't think this is a very positive one. Absolutely not. But welcome to the 21st century. Uh, has this happened to, to, you know, did this happen 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Well, when I saw I this. I can't imagine it did. When I saw it even on Seinfeld, they, they had a, a little mention. That was about 20 years ago that they uh, they look him up or something and find that he has overdue books from years and years past. I thought that was you know, that was a joke. That's a comedy show. But now a, a cop is actually showing up at someone's door to tell them that they have books overdue. That's Pee-wee state Herman property. From Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure was on the run because he had cut the – one of the, the characters in it was on the run because he'd cut the, the tags off of mattresses. <laughs> and it makes one wonder. Now, actually, as I understand, the tags can't be cut off until the mattress is purchased, at which yeah. point it's okay. Uh, but, I mean, it's just really, a good joke, though. It's funny. You know, I had a I had news that was kind of related to this. I'll see if I can. If well, I can. I've got uh, news on the uh, the Iowa caucus here. With uh, Oh, you don't have news about the Iowa caucus? <laughs> You've got like 1% of precinct. 3% reporting. Wow. It's not worth reporting. It is Mark. reporting. It's, it's interesting. So 3% uh, Santorum's <laughs> uh, leads Paul by uh, 3%, and uh, Romney's uh, behind Paul by 5 So there, there you go. That's the first thing. And they said Romney was supposed to win it. Was that the prediction? I think the that they were expecting Romney in front and, uh, yeah, uh, Paul behind him and then Santorum per- or Gingrich behind them. How is Santorum leading? Does anyone listen to him? Well, at this point, um, I mean, I don't follow the federal government. I'm not following this election very closely, but I've seen some of the things that come out of Santorum's mouth, and it is not pretty. Santorum's leading in the service work workers centers and the empty with the empty nesters. So, how do they know? Do they have categories for each of these? I I think they're looking at demographics of county counties. They do have categories. Yes. Who else is publicly against the nyc.org? I'm sorry. What? Who else is publicly against the pursuit of happiness? Like Santorum is. (laughs) What did (laughs) Did he he say again? He, said that, yeah. He, yeah, he was crediting part of the downfall of America to the pursuit of happiness. And uh, actually, the numbers have just changed a little bit. A few more votes. Oh, please stop it. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't, now, didn't he also come out, I guess, in front of like some crowd of people and say something bad about black people, uh, Santorum? Oh, I, I didn't, didn't hear that. that. No. I thought I saw something on the news about that. I know uh, he doesn't like gay people. Yeah, that certainly doesn't like that. No. So uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number. Here's a related story to this uh, cop coming to people's homes over their kid having uh, library books checked out. Uh, truancy court, a new truancy court, according to Yahoo News, in Palm Beach, Florida, aims to cut down on the state's absentee rate for young children by punishing parents who don't take their kids to school. Huh? So look for more cops showing up at parents' houses uh, very soon. Florida law says parents of children under 16 who let their kids miss 15 days of school within three months can be sent to jail. It's a lot of days. For up to two months as punishment. Now, this isn't unheard of. There are other places around the country where they are doing this, where if you, uh, you know, if your your child is not at the government indoctrination day camp, uh, that uh, they will come after you as a parent, that you will be charged with a criminal act. And then, you know, you as a parent are put in a jail cell, which means you can't take care of your child, which means they'll probably take your child from you uh, at the same time. So when you get out of the jail cell, good luck getting your kids back. This is going to make better parents. Uh, Clearly. 
Clearly, because parents who aren't there and in jail cells are the best parents. What that better way the state way? can raise them. Yeah, parents, exactly. The best parents are the ones that are paid by the government. It takes a village. So, uh, the, so we'll get a little more into this and what exactly they are proposing here. Because it's not just going to be jail. They'll also fine you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Because you, they're not actually your kids. They belong to the state. What? You didn't know that? It's Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. You take control. Bring up anything. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Derek. Jay. And Mark. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. If you would like to support Free Talk Live, you may go to promote.freetalklive.com, where you'll find everything from flyers, which you can download and print, to web banners and graphics uh, you can use on your website slash blog or whatever, uh, as well as uh, high-res graphics that you can download and utilize and make your own T-shirts or logos or whatever you think is cool, stickers, etc. In fact, you can get a free bumper sticker with the address and uh, inform- information you'll find over at promote.freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, survival, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com has everything you'll need. Knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, name brand equipment, discount equipment, everything you need. It's at manventureoutpost.com. They're family owned, members of good standing, the Better Business Bureau. Some prices, in fact, are so low that they can't even advertise them. The manufacturers, they're too low for the manufacturers to allow them to advertise them. You can get an additional 5% off some of the best prices already on the internet with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. So as we continue here uh, with other news in regards to young people and the police state, uh, Derek J., you started out with a story about the five-year-old that the police were sent to. A police officer was sent to threaten a five-year-old over some outstanding library books. Right. And he didn't even go all the way and raid the house and tear things up. I mean, he so just came to the door about. and gave a threat and then left. Well, if... If they don't return the books, maybe that's what's next. I mean, maybe – because, again, they don't always resort directly to violence. Uh, in fact, that's what this next uh, report's going to be about here. They don't always – in fact, usually it's intimidation and threatening that comes first. Typically, it's a letter that comes first with a threat, but they say they never received the letter in Mm -hmm. this case. So in this case, they then sent the man with a gun to issue the threat. So that's what usually comes after the letters, and men with guns will start coming around. And then uh, if you continue to ignore their threats, at some point there is a good chance – 
and it would be absolutely uh, outrageous, but, you know, they'd get away with it, and it'd, it'd be uh, ruled as completely legal and by the book if they did go in and, and turn the, you know, toss the house for a library book. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you were saying it in jest when you were when you were talking about it before, but it really wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I think it's, it's to that point. You've got TSA agents searching people in the streets. You've got, uh, you know, all kinds of security theater going on everywhere, people getting their houses raided for the most flimsiest of pretenses. Why not? Why not raid a home over overdue library books? It wouldn't shock me. No, I, I certainly think it could happen. I, I was saying that in jest, but I don't think he would uh, pull out the taser. It seems like the family was able to locate the books and, and gave them back. Oh, and did they? they? I didn't yeah. get that detail. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they eventually so found they, them. I guess they were buried under the Barbies or something. So wait, but, did they hand them over on that occasion or was it later on down the line? No, I think it was later on. Okay. Yeah. Because later on, if you haven't if you haven't handed them in, it wouldn't surprise me if they brought the SWAT team in and uh, held the family at gunpoint, shot the dog, uh, all over getting the books back. I mean, it's really it's the government has become that absurd. I mean, it sounds absurd me saying that, but it wouldn't shock me if tomorrow that were the headline somewhere. Uh, I would be shocked by them doing a raid, but. You know, it has the the pot has to to be slowly turned up. You know, the the old frog analogy, where the the frog doesn't jump out if the temperature slowly raises, and then at some point it's boiling. Hey, we got to send these. In order to do the raid for the library books, you have to have first done the knock on the door from the police officer for the library books. Mm-hmm. They got to teach these people a lesson. I mean, we've got to show them we're serious about library they, books. What would have happened if they uh, they weren't there? I mean, you have to ask that question. They'd leave well, probably a threatening note. Maybe you're. you're Putting down library books as a pity little thing, Ian, but it's state property, and state property. That's what I'm saying. They got to take it seriously. Yes, it's a it's a sac- sacred monument. You know, I, all of our little uh, statues and buildings. It's all the same as these library books. It's this, all state property, and it should right. all be worshipped. This is as insulting to the state as chalking their uh, their police station. I mean, they can't handle people not doing as they're told. So uh, now they're telling parents in Florida, according to Yahoo News and the Florida Sun Sentinel, that parents were facing now two months in jail if their children miss 15 days of school within three months. But don't worry, say the prosecutors. The two-month jail sentence will be a last resort after government and nonprofit workers try to fix whatever problem is keeping parents from getting their kids to school. What could be keeping them from getting... Getting their kids to school. Right. Who on earth would not want to send their uh, their children to these wonderful day camps of indoctrination? Gosh, the, they're usually not even air conditioned. The the seats are uncomfortable. They don't get attention in in the classrooms because they're all packed. So mine full. was mostly air conditioned. There were the notable times they weren't. Well, and in it was Florida, really I mean, you're more likely to see air conditioning, but up north, probably maybe. maybe I don't know. A I've never gone not. to a oh public school. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, okay. I can tell you, I went to public school throughout like my whole life up until college, and in New Jersey. Yes, this was in New Jersey. We had a million dollar sign that would display with LEDs. Hey. <laughs> This is uh-huh. uh, upcoming football. Oh, air conditioning? No, no, we don't have time for that. We don't have the money for that. Oh, you you need AstroTurf? Yeah, we got a million bucks for that. We can AstroTurf our, our football field, but no, you need heat in the winter? Forget about it. Let's go to your thoughts, your calls. Mike is on the line in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Oh, Mike, uh, on in Maryland now on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey. Hi. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go hey. ahead. Okay, you're breaking up, so I'm on the road if I break up. I'm sorry. Um, I was You were talking earlier about um, how you had problems getting legal representation 
uh, for some of your civil disobedience cases. And I was wondering if you had ever contacted the Institute for Justice about that and what your experience had been with them. That's a good question. Uh, you know, I haven't done that. I guess I always thought they were like a national group or something. I never really thought they did local cases, but I guess they do, don't they? He said, he said we we're breaking up, so it's not a surprise he can't hear us. Uh, hey, uh, Mike, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from the Institute for Justice, IJ.org. You, you have contacted the NHCLU, uh, though, right? The New Hampshire Civil Liberties Union. Um, I feel like it, I have in the past been... over some issue. I don't know if it was with me or with another activist, but... Uh, normally, you know, I contact the activist types that I know that are lawyer lawyer people, and they, you know, eh, they'd rather go with paying clients. So, yeah, who do people drive out for this stuff? Is that what the Institute of Justice people do? They'll like drive out to go defend someone. That's just it. I I know that uh, and ij.org is their website. They're the folks that helped out with the Kilo case, which was the Supreme Court case several years ago. That determine that the local governments can take private property for private use. So they can take your house from you and then give it over to a private developer to build an office park, for instance, if they want to. Hmm. This is what the Supreme Court determined. It was big. It was a pretty big case. In fact, Mark, for for you, it was a really big case because it was a real shock to your yeah. system uh, that they could do something like this. You know, the idea of eminent domain, which is a crappy idea in the beginning you know to begin with the now original being extended to private, private parties right exactly so not just for public use but, uh, but now for public good which means well if the property will earn more in tax revenue then it's for the public good because public is another uh, is a euphemism for the government, uh, the government. well you got a beach house property maybe exxon wants that so uh, yeah, yeah exactly so uh, and of course what ended up happening with kilo was uh the pfizer did build their building and then they went uh, and left and now it's a just a ghost town. Basically, they destroyed people's neighborhoods, and there's nothing left now. No central planning works exactly. Eight five five four fifty free. I think the IJ uh, Institute for Justice is a uh, a good organization for you to contact in certain circumstances. Right? Yeah, Write I mean, I'll, little notes there. I'll, I will definitely make a note and reach out to them. Uh, I th- maybe they do, maybe they don't. We'll find out. Hey, uh, uh, so nine uh, percent reporting. Ron Paul's in the lead. Well, how about right. that, Mark? It ain't over till it's over, though. That much so, is true. Uh, don't 9%, get your hopes up. But I did say that 10%, you can start looking at what the results are going to be, right? All righty. So uh, back to the story uh, from the Florida Sun Sentinel, Palm Beach, where now this is going to be statewide uh, that this is happening. So not just Palm Beach. But uh, two-month jail sentence. Parents are facing it if their kids miss a few days of school every three months. And That's 15 days. I mean, it's a lot of days. days. It's only five days per month. It's a lot of days. It's one day is one day one a week. week. It's not, well, it's it's a lot to you. I don't know about you guys, but I missed a lot of school. I would did play you? hooky. I had, yeah. for, I had uh, perfect attendances more times than I didn't. I didn't Whoa. miss a lot of school, but yeah. I did not study And I ended up in prison. Well, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So I wouldn't be surprised if you enjoyed it, if you went to school that often without coercion. <laughs> Sheesh. Gosh, I hated that place. Yeah, I mean, somebody was commenting uh, in the in the local area about having to get up very early to go to school. I mean, they make these kids get up like at the crack of dawn. It's unnatural. It's, it's unnatural yeah. what it they're really doing is. to these young it's human It's a terrible, beings. terrible, terrible 5:30. idea. 5.30, uh, this young lady had to wake up to go to school. Yep. And I said, Classes that's will... what time they woke me in jail to go work at the jail kitchen. To, they'll they'll have them, uh, you know, classes start at seven no. seven thirty and things like that. Of course, it's you have a to get jail. The bus. It's a day jail. I mean, it's a, like the parallels are striking between government school and jail. Ugly brick walls. Yeah, uh, the, the design is terrible. The big the Kids buses don't are the learn same. at that time of day. No, 
Uh, you're right. 855-450-FREE. And if you don't send them there, they come and they threaten you now, if you're in Florida, with two months in jail. That's a way to help a family. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program. You're invited to bring up anything you want to at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com, and we'll give you the features on the site free. You get to control the content, submit show prep to the site, whatever you find interesting online. Other listeners can then vote as to how they feel about your show prep, whether you like or dislike. You can vote up and down, and the most voted up makes it to the front page and the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian here. Derek J. And Mark. And we continue with your calls here. Also coming up in a moment, uh, Mark, you've got the 10 most ridiculous lawsuits uh, but first, Vince is on the line in Indiana listening to WXNT. Vince, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ian and Derek J. and Mark. What's on your mind, hey, Vince? i got a real dilemma here. All right, go ahead. Because, I mean, I, I'm i married with my second wife here for many, many years. We've lived off on our own property. You've we lived don't on live your own property, grid, you said? But, you know, I was preparing a dinner. It was 16 inches round, dough. Tomato sauce, cheese, pepperonis, mushrooms, and sausage, and mm. little bit of onion. You know, that's considered a vegetable by the government. That's right. And then uh, I noticed that uh, my wife and I, for lunch today, we had walnuts with our salad. Now, I read that walnuts now are drugs. Considered a drug, yeah. Are what? you going to turn us in or... Oh, are we, right. Are we going to turn you in? No, we're not those kind of people. Oh, um, good. But I see where you're coming from. The The government has become all the more absurd over time with their... Uh, I believe the EPA has called carbon dioxide a, a pollutant. Really? I mean, what oh. do you do with that? I'm now exhaling pollutants. <laughs> you need to I be eliminated. I can't stop. Like, I've, I've concentrated, and there's nothing I can do about it. Maybe you'll stop if you're put in a cage. Uh, I put in the ground. It's probably uh, the yeah, only you'll way. You'll need to be eliminated to, uh, to stop that. Uh, so, Vince, I see where you're coming from. Uh, you're concerned, and, and for, uh, rightly so. There are people who would point out the federal government through the FDA and uh, other organizations would like to uh, you know, regulate things like vitamins and all manner of uh, food products. In fact, yeah, I believe it's the FDA now that is regulating cigarettes uh, as well. How dare they? Oh, my. Anything else you want to share tonight, Vince? Well, I wanted to share with you, because you were talking about the, uh, a couple, about a week and a half or two ago about the... Uh, the, the gas lines in Westbury, uh, Rhode Island, Westerly, Rhode Island. Yeah, it was where the I cops were going door to door with a locksmith breaking into people's homes that uh, that if they weren't home to shut off gas valves. Yeah, Jeez. I was, I was going to send you the picture because uh, they have it in the what they call the Western uh, the, the Westerly Sun. Mm-hmm. 
they have a picture of a guy showing him with a the locksmith that you know they have those jigglers, and they can get into people's house. <laughs> Were they yep. like going down into the basement and just like adjusting the valves and stuff? Wherever, like, uh, wherever well, you go to turn the valve. gas off, which apparently uh, it was never explained why they didn't just go to the valve that is located outside every house in almost every gas setup. There's there, some there sort might of an be external pot in those houses. Exactly. I think that's what it was really all about was to try to catch people for other things. Vince, thanks for the call tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line because you know if they walk into your living room, there's a bong sitting out. Uh, they're not just going to look the other way if they're there ostensibly to turn off the gas valve and to keep you safe. Yeah, they're probably not going to look the other way. Um, but I mean, I, 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 I it, you would think that they wouldn't be able to pull it off if there was some way to um, shut them off uh, outside. I mean, I would, I would think that people just wouldn't go for. It, but I, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm just that just that naive about the government. Still, I you may be that naive, Mark. Uh, remember, this is the same organization that is threatening five-year-olds with police over overdue library books. Uh, it's the same organization threatening parents with two months in jail in Florida if they don't send their kids to government school. Uh, a certain amount of days per month. Uh, about a dozen Baltimore parents, by the way, according to Yahoo News, were sent to prison for their kids' truancy in the year 2011. Mm. The Baltimore Sun reported in, enough for raping children or for you know molesting or doing things that normally you'd think an adult would be sent to prison for regarding children. No, no, just you know not sending them to the government school. That was enough reason to go ahead and put those folks in a cage. That's good and enough. prison. That's a that's a distinction from jail too, right? Well, that's- it is usually distinct, but. That doesn't mean that Liz got, uh, Goodwin, the author, is aware of the distinction. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. It's, uh, there is a distinction, but... but um, it is know, a cage, nonetheless. Yes. And after California adopted a strict anti-truancy bill earlier this year, and that is last year, 2011, at least five parents in Orange County were sent to jail for the crime, according to the local CBS affiliate. Judges in Alabama, Texas, and North Carolina and other states have also used truancy laws to send offending parents to jail. So again, this isn't new. It's been going on for a long time. The government people think your children are theirs, and they will do what they want with them. And if you don't do as you're told, which means take care of the children, feed the children, you know, kind of get them clothing and uh, give them a place to sleep at night and then send them off to their government indoctrination camp during the day. If you don't do exactly as is specified in your parent-teacher handbook or whatever it is they give out to everybody, then you... Mom and dad, you will be subject to sanctions. You'll be subject to having your children taken from you. You will be subject to being put in a cage. And it's not an uncommon story. Just go ahead. Try not sending your kids to government school without begging them for permission to take them out first and watch what happens. In fact, earlier this year... Some states are better than others when it comes to homeschooling and that sort of thing. That's true. I I believe here in New Hampshire that you have to... uh, as, as tell the bureaucrats that you're homeschooling and then ask and them some yeah ask them if your curriculum uh is good enough you know to have some kind of insult it's yeah. an That's, insult to the idea of homeschooling that is so insulting that a parent couldn't properly educate its its own you know progeny the, uh, they, i think that you're actually pointing you're going the direction that the uh, the bureaucrats want you to go because they want you to question the parents ability to teach let's talk about the government bureaucrats and their schools um it's actually not the bureaucrats it's the system of bureaucracy that actually stifles education the fact is that the numbers that we've read here uh, show that 20 percent of people that graduate from public school graduate um, functionally illiterate and up to 40 percent in some areas so it's not how well 
well can parents do? It's how well can they do compared to how badly the government does already. That's a great point. No doubt about that. Earlier this year, the NAACP sued a Pennsylvania school district for levying what it claimed were illegal fines of thousands of dollars on truant students and their parents. Because, you know, nothing helps poor people more than fining fines. them. Yeah, right. yeah, and where do those numbers come from, by the way? I mean, the th- which are numbers? those the thousands of dollars? Like, what do they base the fines on? I Just mean, arbitrary no- government bureaucrats coming up with, uh, you know, the so-called representatives or city councilors just arbitrarily coming up with numbers. Well, of course, like, that's my point. There's no way to quantify, since there's no victim who's right. seeking retribution or anything. Anything, There's no damage. N- no one being made whole. They just pull these numbers out of nowhere. Just mm, ah, sounds, seven thousand. Like yeah, like a parking ticket. The, they do the same thing. It's a p- parking ticket uh, in one place is more expensive than in another place. And same thing with these crazy schools. They'll just pick a number that sounds like a lot and, <laughs> and if, go with it. And if you don't pay, then guess what? They've got a cage waiting for you. Lenora Hummel, in fact, was fined eight thousand dollars after her son and daughter stopped going to school because. They said they were bullied and harassed by other students. Look, lady, you'll either send your kids to our day prison where they'll be harassed and threatened with bullied? knives and rape. <laughs> Look, it's or, either your kids get bullied and harassed or you do. Right. Yeah. Which will, which will it be? It's crazy. Isn't it's it? crazy. Isn't it? I, I mean, I, it would make me want to move. It's just the county, right? So it's, it's you don't not have to move. Fun. You can pull your kids out. You could say, I'm homeschooling. As long as you beg them for permission first. That's all you have the... Well, granted, let's live in reality, man. You can do that. No, the right thing to do... Now, obviously, for some parents, it's too late. If it's too late and your kids are in government school, then you're going to have to go through whatever process they have. Because they know who you are. They know where you live. There was a lady here in Keene who got the message of liberty into her head. She thought it was really great. She decided she wanted to pull her kids out of the government school, and they came after her for it. Oh, dear. Because she didn't, you Tell know. Tell me this story. I don't know. She, I'm telling you the story. I'm she, listening. She didn't go through their hoops or whatever, so she just pulled her kids out of the school because she got excited about the ideas of liberty and just pulled them out, and the government basically said, you can't do that, and they took her to court. <laughs> so, oh my gosh And, so and who are they court. protecting? It's for the kids, right? The kids, alleged, ostensibly And uh, she, she ended up winning, I guess the, uh, the, you know, the right to have her kids out But she had to like submit the She only won based on the fact that she agreed to Submit whatever paperwork they wanted her right. to submit uh, Otherwise they probably would have put her in a cage 855-450-FREE The SACL CAI toll free line You can take control of the airwaves Bring up anything It's Free Talk Live But there is a solution. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian here. Derek J. And Mark. And we invite you to our website. Go and get interactive in various different ways. We've got news updates. Be the best way for you to keep in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook. 
whichever works best for you. News.freetalklive.com. And speaking of uh, the news sites and the news uh, venues, I sent out news yesterday about the uh, fundraising that we're doing for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And you can see where we currently stand with that fundraising by going to freetalklive.com. There is the chip-in uh, over in the left-hand side of the, the page in the left column, St. Jude Fund Drive. Uh, it's about 31% of its goal right now. So thanks to the 13 folks that have contributed various different amounts uh, to raise $315 thus far of the 1000 which is our goal to donate to the, uh, the folks, uh, the kids with cancer there at uh, St. Jude. So if you would like to chip in a little bit, feel free to drop on into freetalklive.com and use the chip in over on the left-hand side. You'll need a PayPal account in order to do that. You know that cigarettes will kill you. You've probably been thinking about giving the e-cigarette a try. Anyway, if you're a smoker, you've thought about quitting. The e-cigarette, you, you may or may not quit, but the chances are statistically that you'll, if you try the e-cigarette, that you'll at the very least diminish the amount of actual cigarettes that you smoke. The e-cigarette is a uh, it's it's a vaporizing device that uh, allows you to vaporize nicotine, but it doesn't have all the other carcinogens in it. Um, since therefore, it is uh, 22,000 times healthier by one metric. It's certainly healthier uh, by all metrics, I would guess. Um, and you can get a free one, one of the best-made e-cigarettes on the market today, not just one of the little chintzy ones, but a, a really well-made one. It's got a, a large uh, booster in it that allows you to get a, a good hit of vapor. That's what you're looking for. You can get it from vaporsmiths.com by purchasing 40 cardamizers with coupon code FTL. You'll get free shipping and a free starter kit. It's, uh, it's at vaporsmiths.com 855 to get vapor. The coupon code is FTL. Vaporsmiths.com 855 to get vapor. We continue with you and your thoughts. We'll go to Ray listening in Illinois. Ray, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi there. You're talking about uh, freedom. Look what they're doing with freedom of speech. Yes, with sir. The, with the um, Dr. Wakefield, they've been smearing him about vaccines, MMR vaccines. And Ooh. if you take a look at um, some of the health professionals, they're, they're trying to censor them and shut them up because they're doing alternatives. They've been trying. The FDA does not like alternative medicine. They really don't. No. Uh, they're, I, they've teamed up with the uh, what they call the allopathic medicine, which is the kind of doctor right. hospital uh, model. And they're right. very, very buddy buddy with the people in that business, like the American Medical Association. And they don't like right. my, they don't like the idea that you could take some sort of herb and uh, potentially solve a problem. Well, the idea of any right. alternative my, is anti-government, right? Like they have. Yeah, the right. I realize that my dentist is one of the top ten in the world. He had President Bush, Obama, uh, Bush Senior, and his chairman was almost closed up by the government. Went back and sued the government and won his case. Goes to show you, alternatives are the only way to go. And they're, how they're censoring everything just goes to show you. Well, I don't know if alternatives well, are the only way to go. You know, but I, I, I want to have all the options open to me. If I break my arm, I'm going to go to the hospital and get a splint. No, I mean. If you have a broken arm, sure. But I mean, if you're not sick, that's the only way to go. You could try rubbing it with cement, Mark. That might, uh, <laughs> might help. Ray, I get where you're coming from, man, and it is frustrating. Thank you for the call. I, right. I, I think that uh, naturopathic medicine deserves, uh, you know, more attention than it gets. It doc people people that claim to be the doctors, um, the the doctors out there don't know anything about nutrition. They don't know anything about uh, naturopathic sort of uh, supplements. There's a few of them out there that do. Uh, 
uh, you know, I would like to see somebody who actually, I'd like to see some, some evidence, uh, you know, science-based evidence, but it seems like, uh, you know, the, the only ones that can get any kind of, you know, science-based evidence out there are the ones that, uh, you know, they're going through the FDA's process. The doctors that I've associated with and seen lately have just treated human beings like cars they're just mechanics can i can mm. i open it up can i can i just make a cut here and just sew it back up they they don't want to heal the problem just you know let me give a quick fix just open up the open up the body like a car and see what i can do in there right or take these pills it's either uh it's either cut it open or take some pills it's pr- pretty much those are their two solutions in in allopathic medicine and you're right, they do respond uh, when people have a problem crop up and there's not as much focus on prevention. Uh, and one of the problems with the the current setup is if you are an alternative provider, if you're somebody that is marketing some sort of an alternative health remedy of some sort, then you are prohibited from making any health claims. So even if you've done uh, studies that are scientifically sound and you want to cite those studies and say, well, you know, if you chew on mint, it will heal your fill, fill in the blank. Uh, then you can't do that because you're then making a health claim, and only FDA-approved uh, medications can make health claims, approved health claims, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So what and, did people do before them? Before I mean, the FDA? Yeah, I mean, were people just rolling around dying in the streets, no, eating things but, that were unhealthy? And, but the idea was there, there were, were certainly these, some hucksters out there right, making snake some oil claims. Sales, yeah. Man. Okay, but... It, didn't the the market help people decide like okay I see that this is not going to work and I'm going to go with another option like the more options people have I would think the the better the service would be and so instead of limiting it all to just well we have the answer the FDA knows what's best for you well, why why pursue other options don't look into alternatives I I don't that's a good question for somebody who's really familiar with the the history of uh, medication as to you know what was the market developing to get around this uh, issue of the snake oil salesman to to you know solve that problem uh, was it uh, essentially kind of uh, cut off at the at the pass by uh, these government bureaucrats who ran out in front of a parade and and said, oh well, we're going to just legislate uh, this? But you know, if you if you go fast forward to today, there's still plenty of snake oil out there. So clearly, the government doesn't prevent snake oil for health things. But I, I right. think if it, if the FDA hadn't gotten in the way, then we would have a system similar to what eBay has, where it's like, okay, you get screwed over by a seller one time, everybody knows about it. Yeah, and with the Internet. I mean, it's it's not likely people would get taken more than once. So when you look at Consumer Reports, their drug book and and things like that, I mean, you can see that people would be able to make decisions um, on their own when it came to products. I I, I understand that when you're talking about health products, you're talking about the possibility that uh, people might take something and die from it. But don't forget that all the vitamins and all these other natural uh, supplements out there that people buy. They're taking them. They don't have any FDA, uh, you know, certification at all, and, and nobody's dying from them. Don't forget, prescription medications are causing uh, over a hundred thousand deaths die a year. More people die from taking the prescription medications as they were prescribed to right. them than die from illegal drug overdoses in this country. But you always hear about the illegal drug overdoses. Yeah, exactly. Well, because pre- prescription deaths are so commonplace, it's not news. They just they happen all over the place. But the government knows what's best. So the they FDA claim. will regulate. So uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You are right. They will regulate and they will continue to regulate and uh, you know they'll never stop. There will always be more regulations and costs imposed on these companies, which make it more and more difficult for people to offer alternatives. 
Looks like uh, Paul Romney and Santorum are tied with 24% of the uh, vote counted at this point. Twenty. So a quarter of the votes are in in Iowa, and, and they're tied heat. at where? Like 23%? 23%, yeah. 23%. You can pretty much write it off. Uh, things suck at the, at the Bachman, Gingrich, and Perry campaign headquarters right now. Toll-free number 855-453. She said she was going to win. She was very confident. It's Free Talk Live. <laughs> the state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com Take control of these airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. The features on the site include listening options. We have broadband and dial-up versions of the show available to you around the clock. 24-7, the latest episode is airing there at listen.freetalklive.com. And you can also learn about the great radio stations that air the show throughout the week. We've got over 100 wonderful AM and FM stations. Also, our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, the free-to-air channel, webcam, and listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. So plenty of ways to tune in over at listen.freetalklive.com. Ian, a guy we used to to work with, I'm uh, friends with on Facebook, and he predicted, he said, uh, not, not a prediction, categorically, that if Ron Paul wins, it's the end of America. Ron Paul's tied for first in the Iowa caucus, so if it's going to be the end of America, you might need some food stored up. One of the ways that you can go about doing that is uh, wisefoodstorage.com. It's the way I choose for myself. They offer delicious ready-made meals like cheesy lasagna and savory stroganoff. They're packaged for freshness in individual metal mylar pouches. Makes it hard for the little mice to get through and they won't get wet. And they come in plastic totes. You can stack them right up in your garage or basement, wherever it's good for you. You can visit their website, wisefoodstorage.com, request a free entree sample. You try it out before you buy. And when you do buy, use coupon code FTL. You'll need FTL to uh, get the free entree sample, too. Coupon code FTL to get no-cost shipping on any order. It's wisefoodstorage.com, 855-FOODWISE. That's 855-FOODWISE, wisefoodstorage.com. Coupon code FTL. To the phones and the fun. Megan is on the line from the Internet. You're on Free Talk Live, Megan. Hi, Ian. Hi, Mark. How are you guys doing? Hey, Derek Jay's here as well. Megan, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to talk about a few things about naturopathic medicine. Uh, First of all, uh, the category, I think it's 100, um, one study for every 100 studies for um, actual, you know, um, medical uh, chemicals are actually being made for every one naturopathic medicine being done. So Run that by me again. I, I, I don't think system. I quite got what you're trying to communicate there. What is it? One like for 100 Like 1% 100 of all studies that are done on medicine are usually uh, naturopathic medicines, like mint or chamomile. Being 99%? Or, yeah, 99% are usually for chemical medicals. Okay, on drugs, um, got it. Mostly they're all, they're all for chemical medicals. It's very few gotcha. that are actually for nat- naturopathic me- remedies. And, Why do you um, think that is? 
Well, the thing is, is that uh, companies, pharmaceutical companies, can't make any profit off of that. And not only that is kind of um, sad, it's also sad that um, stuff like ibuprofen doesn't get looked into for other ailments than headaches because it, people won't make any money off of it because it's already in the commonplace. You can already have the generic um, prescription on mm, the market. Right. There won't be any new habit. studies on aspirin because, you know, nobody can get a patent on aspirin. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. What do you propose but, uh, to uh, to solve that problem? Well, I think the best way to solve that problem is to, to make it less expensive for um, for products to go onto the market, less approval processes. Yeah, it's a good point. If the people don't have to pony up billions of dollars to get something through the FDA's approval process, then maybe they'd be more likely to be a little more uh, loose with some of that research and development money and uh, spend it on uh, other things besides lawyers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think it would also um, help having an organization that you know rated uh, drugs or did its own drug testing you know outside of, of companies, like did it for other companies just to report on them, sort of like a consumer reports? Or a voluntary well, I remember FDA. reading this one study about uh, ginseng and about rose um, rose root, uh, a Korean medicine for some kind of like uh, awaking, almost like caffeine using. Okay. And these 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 studies were done like two three years ago when these kind of remedies are thousands of thousands of years old, and it took it took that long before anyone did any kind of study really into it. It, it makes, like, no sense whatsoever, but because there's no money behind it, because they can't make much money selling rose root because it's already being sold in supermarkets, nobody's really studying these. You know, it's, it's an interesting question uh, brought up um, in my mind here is, is it that there are artificially more studies because the FDA requires them for drugs that they're trotting out, many of which are just sort of, uh, um, you know, s- small modifications from drugs that uh, are running off off of patent? Or is it that, um, a- and if they didn't have a process through which the FDA went, certainly some people would demand more studies, so therefore more studies would be done in a free market, uh, you know, more free market as, you know, as the uh, sort of naturopathic medicine is done in this way, you know, just so what what are the dynamics chicken and the egg kind of questions coming up in my mind here mm-hmm. anything else you want to share tonight um i wanted to share some some good news a good samaritan news because oh, okay, uh sure. every time i call in i always have b- bad news today i um i saw some lady and she had her passenger seat um the window open and i went into the building beside it and tried to find the person that uh had her car open and i eventually found the person so they can uh, pull their car window down uh, up because it was down and um, and yeah so just wanted to share some good news some good Samaritan well news. it's a little bit and uh, you know a little bit can brighten someone's day and thank you Megan appreciate uh, hearing from you tonight each one of us doing uh, these you know, doing these things is what makes the world a better place random acts of kindness. One eight five five four fifty free is the toll free number you know back to the point on her point on the studies. You have to wonder, how would the marketplace organize itself in the absence of all of the regulations that it's currently dealing with? So we touched on how 
these companies that are doing the studies, they have these chemicals that they have to get patents on, and then you know they go through the FDA process, and there's a very expensive regulatory legal structure that is involved in getting a product like this to market. A lot of the alternative uh, manufacturers can't afford to put their stuff through that process, so they're just left out in the cold. They can't make any claims about uh, about their products as a result of that. It, uh, so it's very restrictive for them. But if that that process weren't there all of those companies would be on the same playing field so to speak because they they'd all be able to market their products in whatever way they wanted to whatever was you know whatever way was accepted acceptable and you know that the market didn't balk at or you know the third party firms that were kind of looking at things like consumer reports didn't you know slam them for it so they would have their marketing and they would do whatever and then in order to market their product more effectively it would be incentivized to to do studies i mean studies don't have to be billions of dollars or whatever you can you know do studies for relatively cheap you find people that are willing to be experimented upon and and then you experiment upon them uh i don't i don't think it has to be that there's a lot of money involved but i do understand that today that there are a lot of studies that are basically grants given by the government so a lot of the studies oh, that yeah. are being done are being done at the behest of the federal government. Yeah, hey university, study this. Get some of your students yeah. to study this for a little while and you can cash a check or you can not take our check and study whatever you want. So, you know, mm. what what way is the science department going to go? Well, clearly there are a lot of people who care about health and making people healthier and and helping people uh heal themselves, but uh I think like any um area where there's a lot of regulation uh, barriers to entry are too high for any old joe to get um ready to help people you know if if you want to just go into business helping people uh you know with this rose root stuff that megan was calling about mm-hmm. um i mean you're gonna have to put up what fill out forms tell the government you, that you're you gonna can't be do doing it yourself this. you no. gotta have a lawyer a team of lawyers but and this is preventing a, a person who wants to help other people and make the <laughs> That's right. The world healthier one person at a time from achieving that goal. Right. So what kind of cumulative effect does that have over time as you're preventing one person here and one person there and a group of people here and there and there and all over the place? These people have great ideas they want to bring to market, but they're restricted by the government's control. So what sort of a massive effect, what sort of a cost are we not seeing uh, the, the seen and the unseen? What uh, What is it that the opportunity costs uh, that uh, that we're, we're we don't know. I mean, we don't know what we're missing because of all this regulation. Eight five five four fifty free. Ah, but if it only saves just one life, this is Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. The 
show is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Dial in at 855-450-FREE. Moments remain. Still out of time for you and your thoughts at 855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian here. Derek J. And Mark. And don't forget, you can visit Derek J. over on his website, which is DerekJ.FR33Agents.com. What what will people see when they go there tonight? Oh, well, if you visit the site tonight, you'll see a blog post of all the different activism that I do uh, over here in Keene. Uh, it also features some of the activism I do when I travel over to Philadelphia. I've covered the basket brigade that they did over there, inspired by some of the folks here in the Shire. Um, you know, they'll see updates about how my court process is going. I have court on the 18th. For oh, those boy. of you who are interested in following that, I've been posting documents, you know, so you can review these files uh, for yourself as the process goes along. Today, uh, if you if you check later tonight, you'll see I'll be posting um, some of my motions that I filed. Like one your of, motion for a motion. Yeah, one of which is a motion for a motion. Don't believe it? Check it out. DerekJ.FR33Agents.com. Yep. <laughs> DerekJ.FR33Agents.com. Now, if you take off the Derek J, it's going to take you to FR33Agents.com, which is a you know it's which is a, an even better site. You should a really useful site. For <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's cool to go to Derek J's site and live vicariously your activism through Derek because Derek <laughs> is the activist of the year, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, of, t- of 2011. Oh, and uh, you have been very, very, bu- very busy out there. And uh, there's, you to say. there's a light, lot to be excited about. But uh, FR33Agents.com allows you to encourage more activism on your own part and other people's parts. It's such a it's it's such a big concept website. It's almost hard to boil it down. Can you That's boil right. it down? I, be- I, be- I believe I can boil it I know down. You guys a bit. Are it's a, on a very cool website. The um, one of the coolest things about it is that it has a thing called achievement points. Where, yeah, for sure. Uh, Users can create their own achievement points by sponsoring activism. The way it works is, say, you wanted to uh, sponsor someone to uh, hand out some some jury nullification literature or do some Robin Hooding, which is where people feed parking meters in front of the uh, meter maids. Or if, do whatever. You can actually create a, a custom app. Or one activism. of your own. Exactly. So say you want to inspire X activism. Mm-hmm. You can go to FR33Agents, post, uh, become a member, and then... And post it up on the achievement uh, points website. You make a donation and specify what you want your activism uh, to go towards, what you want your money to go towards. And then when activists check up check out the website and see what achievements they can fulfill. They verify that they've done that activism and they're rewarded with points that they can use on the site to get cool things like cameras, t-shirts, uh, t-shirts, uh, bumper stickers, buttons, all sorts of cool liberty I think it's so swag exciting. Gear. And it's it's so it's it's fresh too. It's a brand new concept. Uh, people it's still kind of in a beta phase. So it go is. on over to fr33agents.com. Yep. If you find something wrong, post on the forum. There's forums, there's the achievements that you talked about and each person that signs up the site's so amazing. It's got like WordPress, but it's set up in a way that they have multiple installations. So, Mark, if you were to go to fr33agents.com, let's say you wanted to start a blog for mm-hmm. yourself. I know you have a tough time with the whole blogging thing, but if you wanted to, to do it's this, not interested. you could. You could. Uh, you, but as you sign up for fr33agents.com, it will ask you if you would like to have your own blog. You don't have to, but if you wanted to, you could have edge.fr33agents.com. Understood. And then people could go and you could blog whatever you want there, and it's a full-fledged WordPress blog, which, That's right. you know, that people sometimes will pay good money to have a Word, right. WordPress and we, uh, press blog. 
fr33agents.com actually uh, purchased a bunch of themes that right. users are now able to uh, use when they're creating their website. So it's not Can I only... get the uh, rainbow stars um, coming out of the gun thing that you have for your theme? <laughs> you, you sure can. That was a custom design by uh, one of the other co-hosts, Nemi, um, the Wednesday night co-host here. You've got to see this picture. Just, just go to DerekJ.fr33agents.com. But the, the coolest thing about when you create that site is anything you post to your your free agent site that you've created then gets posted to the activities page on the main site of FR33 agents. So this is the hub of everything that is going on in the voluntarist community, or I would claim, that anything that's going on in the voluntarist community is appearing on this activities page. So people are updating constantly. There's a new blog post. You know, if someone started a new group, everything appears there. And so uh, that is definitely check it out, fr33agents.com. I, I just went to see this uh, this new header here at uh, Live For Your Dance, your site, derekj.fr33agents.com. And I love the graphic. I, I think it's uh, it's really unique. And I, why are you in a dystopian uh, setting? I'm fixing the world. <laughs> Delivering more uh, love and rainbows to everyone. I like it. Let's go to Bill calling from Mississippi in Jackson, listening to WPBQ on seven nights a week there, by the way, in Jackson. Hey, Bill, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, guys. Uh, a quick reference to something that uh, I'm closely uh, familiar with. I will not mention the, the, the particular doctor's name, but he's an internationally recognized naturopathic physician from Southern California. He was recently at a conference of general physicians of all types. And a challenge was made to him from an eye specialist as to what he could do. And I don't have all the details about the the proposition, but at any rate, uh, this particular naturopathic physician was able to work with 18 patients that the eye specialist came up with who were all legally blind of macular degeneration. And at the end of a six-month trial period, all of those 18 patients could read a newspaper, and they were taken off the legally blind uh, category. I mean, that's documentation. And the uh, eye specialist could not believe it. And so as a, as a, 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 a courtesy, he, he produced a CD verifying those particular facts. But, of course, the naturopathic physician cannot really uh, use that. I mean, he, he can use that CD with a certain, uh, to a certain point, but he cannot still uh, make claims. You can't market course, it. The bottom line is he you... was able to do something that, that, that the mainstream medicine couldn't have possibly right. done. Right. It sounds, it's, it sounds so uh, amazing, you know, uh, and yet he can't, he can't uh, tout it. He can't you know, get on the radio and advertise it. You, you can't say, my product cured these people from blindness. You cannot say those words uh, right. on uh, any, any kind of media or any kind of promotional materials or anything at all. Or, the, or literally the FDA will send a goon squad into your residence right. or store or and manufacturing stop you company. from healing blind people. throw you in a cage. That's right. How dare you exactly heal right. people? Not, in, not without our approval. Exactly. Thanks, Bill, Just for that story. Anything else you want to share tonight? 
Well, that, that was about it. I mean, I could wind up all night, but I won't. There's not enough time. But I heard you. I There's no shortage of, of just hor- horrible stories of people who, you know, are suffering out there, and they, they don't have access. I mean, it's not that they don't have access to these things. They don't have access to the information that they need to get to find out what uh, natural remedy is going to work for them. And, Bill, thanks for the call tonight. Uh, 855-450-FREE. So it's easier now, obviously, to get information because you can go online and you can look for it. Uh, that that certainly helps. It used to be a lot more difficult uh, just a couple decades ago to find out information about these uh, these things. But even so, you know, you still can't as a company. The, the people that have the financial interest in in marketing these products, they're severely restricted from the ways in which they can market them. And also, anyone connected the, uh, with them are restricted. So, like the local health food store that you might have. They can't make claims either, and their clerks need to be very careful about the things that they say. What an infringement on freedom of speech. I mean, I, I just can't believe that a government agent would make the claim, you're not allowed to say those words. Like, yep. excuse me? As if they're human trying to beings protect aren't people. free? They're oh, yeah, well, it's people. for the children. You, you just can't say some words. They're, they're too dangerous. They'll hurt the children. Well, they're trying, the people they're trying to protect, what they don't tell you, is they're trying to protect the pharmaceutical industry. Those are the people they're protecting. Those are the ones that make the big can- campaign contributions, yeah. and I think we all know it. Just like uh, the sheriffs at the the courthouse that ban Derek and I from the property forever are not protecting and serving us or the people. They're protecting and serving their cohorts at the courthouse. They're, I mean, it's the government protects their own. They don't, they're not here for you. They're not here to protect you. If they actually gave a damn about you, they'd they'd act like it. You know, they'd they'd listen to you when you talk to them. They would answer your questions. They'd meet with you when you wanted to meet with them. Police uh, would seem more like peace officers. They'd be looking to de-escalate situations. They'd be looking to solve problems, to help people communicate in domestic disputes, uh, to not – like, they would be having – the cage would be the last, absolute last resort for any kind of a, an incident where someone was possibly getting hurt. It would make more sense to try to encourage – Conflict resolution rather than escalation, which is what they tend to do. Yeah, seek mediation first. Nope, to overdo library books? No, that's threat of a cage. Well, it's hard to have uh, the police mediate because it would it would require intelligence in order to be a mediator. And, Mark, you've got news about uh, the police. It's going to have to be real quick. But essentially, the Supreme Court's backed them up saying you can hire dummies if you want. You can restrict the IQ. Yeah, from ABC's news that uh, essentially that uh, police officers can be rejected for, um, you know, being higher IQ than the, you know whatever town has you know whatever rules for so right. you know we've seen all along I guess the IQs of uh, police officers here are on average 104. If you're too smart for the department, they don't want you because you might question your orders down the line. See you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. 